everybody, and welcome back to the Mythology Central podcast. I'm very excited to introduce today's story coming to us from Welsh mythology, which is the myth of the two witch cats. I think that's all, so without any ado, we're going to go right into the story. In the olden days, it was believed that the seventh son in a family of sons would be a conjurer by nature, giving him the ability to work wonders like mythical creatures and cure diseases better than any doctor. This ability was even more powerful if you were the seventh son of the seventh son, and you were then considered a wonder of wonders. There was also a group of monks who lived near the holy wells, and they made money off the pilgrims and visitors to the relic shrines. These monks had a great rivalry with the conjurers, except for one exception. There was a fellow named Hugh, a great conjurer who kept on mutually good terms with the monks. They ate dinner together, and Hugh told stories of his travels from all other countries. One night, as he was eating supper at an inn, four men came in and sat down at the table with him. By the magical power gained from his position as a conjurer, Hugh knew that they were robbers, and they meant to kill him that night in order to get his money. Now, naturally, Hugh didn't like this, and he decided to do something about it. To distract the men, he created a statue of beautiful women growing out at the table, and then cast a spell on the men to keep them gazing at the statue all night long. Now Hugh could go to bed soundly, and he got a great night's rest. He rose in the morning, paid for his room, and left. The men were still entranced by the statue. Now, in this same town, at Betuz Y Coed, there was a hotel named the Inn of the Three Kegs. The shop sign hung out in the front. It was a bunch of grapes set below three small barrels, probably where the inn got its name from. It was kept by two respectable sisters, but somehow, many travelers that happened to be resting at the hotel had been robbed of their money. They could not blame anyone, nor tell how the mischief was done. They had kept their doors locked during the night with the keys and the keyholes. They were sure that no one had entered their rooms, and there were no signs of boots or of anyone's footsteps in the garden. There was also nothing visible on the lock or door to show that either had been tampered with. Everything had looked totally normal as the travelers went to bed. Now, Hugh had gained quite the reputation from his situation with the men and the statue. And a group of people who had been robbed at this inn decided to go to Hugh and ask him for help. He believed their story and went off to solve the mystery. When Hugh arrived, he paid for one night at the inn and chatted merrily together with the sisters. Hugh was always ready with a good story, and he told the two women about the various kinds of people and the many countries he had visited. All the vivid stories came from his imagination for he had never actually set foot outside of Wales. When he was ready to go to bed, he said to the ladies, I like to keep a light burning in my room all night, but I will not ask for candles, for I have enough to last me until sunrise. And with this, he said goodnight. He entered his room and unsheathed his sword, placing it on the bedside table. He then lay down in bed and pretended to be asleep. It was not long before, peeping between his eyelids, only half closed, he saw two cats come stealthily down the chimney. 
When in the room, the animals frisked about and then played around with each other in the most lively way. Then they chased each other around the bed as if they were almost trying to find out whether or not he was asleep. Meanwhile, Hugh kept perfectly motionless. Soon the two cats came over to his clothes and one of them put her paw into the pocket that contained his money. Seeing this, Hugh leapt into action, grabbing his sword and with one sweep, slashed at the cat's left paw. They both howled and they leapt up the chimney. The rest of the night passed quietly with no disturbances. At breakfast, only one of the sisters was present. Hugh inquired about the other, however he was told that she was not well. He expressed his condolences, but by the end of the meal decided that he must say goodbye to both sisters. In spite of the other lady's many excuses, he was admitted to the sick lady's room. After polite greetings and mutual compliments, Hugh offered his hand to say goodbye. The sick lady smiled at once and put out her hand, but it was her left one. Oh no, said Hugh with a laugh. I never in all my life have taken anyone's left hand, and, beautiful as yours is, I won't break my habit by now. Reluctantly, and as if in pain, the sick lady put out her other hand. It was bandaged. This cleared up the mystery for Hugh. The two sisters were magical cats who robbed travelers at night. Hugh grabbed the hand of the other sister and, using his sword, made a little cut in it. When the drops of blood hit the ground, the spell was ended. Henceforth, said Hugh, you are both harmless, and I trust you will both be honest women. And they were. From that day, they were like any other women, neither as cats with paws nor landladies with high prices did they ever rob travelers again. So this ends the Welsh tale of the two witch cats. However, there are still many amazing tales to come out of Welsh mythology, along with many other myths from many other cultures. You can find me on social media at owen45871 on Twitter and at Mythology Central on Instagram. I hope you enjoyed, and please check out next week's episode, dropping Monday at 12pm Mountain Time. Thank you.